0: If you have your Bibles with you, turn to the book of Philippians, please, if you would. Uh, that's where the Lord's got me here tonight. Uh, as we're doing some reading here the last few days, uh, uh, he showed me something that, that, that the Apostle Paul was writing to the church of Philippi. Uh, Paul was in prison at this time, and but he was writing a letter thanking them for, for all that they had done for him, as the gifts that they had sent, and, and even monetary, they would send money over there. He thanked them for that, but, but it's, he was more concerned of the health of the church than he was all that. And, and he wanted just to just encourage them to be faithful in, in serving the Lord and, and trying to understand uh, the, the, the benefits they could receive if they just stayed true to God. And, you know, we're no different from them people of the Church of Philippi. Uh, we, we could be that church uh, if we just understand and know what God does for each and every one of us. Uh, uh, we would understand the joy that it would bring to us in our life. Uh, and, and that's what my message is about tonight, Brother Chris. Uh, 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 the joy in our life. That will be the title of tonight's message. That was what I got wrote down, but I just changed it. And because I'm bringing the message, I can do that. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, stand in reading a reverence of God's Word. We're going to be in the, in the second chapter, beginning in verse number 12. And we're going to read through the, uh, through the 18th verse. The Apostle Paul writes this. says, Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my present only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Boy, don't that sound? Don't that, don't that hit home. And I didn't, I didn't choose this for any reason, but it just happened to be there. Among whom you shine as lights in the world. See, he tells us what to do there. He says, Hold forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I may have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea. And if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. Father, thank you for your scripture. Oh, we thank you for, for striking that man down on the road to Damascus and Lord showing him the way that you'd have him go. Knowing that he would suffer many things in your name, you were showing him what he was to do and to serve you. And I thank you so much for that, for his writings and for sacrifice he made for the church. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You may be seated. Tonight's message is about joy. And I want to try to get you to understand tonight the same thing that the Apostle Paul was trying to get the church of Philippi to understand. There are so many benefits... From joy. Amen? Now, now there's the same benefits or, or negative things from, from being unhappy. So God don't want us to be unhappy. Uh, we're God's creation. We're His children. He wants us to be a happy children, if He would. Uh, he don't want us to go around with that lonesome face. Uh, and uh, He wants us to be happy in all that we do because we got things to be happy about. We're saved by God's marvelous grace. We're going to heaven. You know, one of these days we're going to die, and we're going to—we're not going to get out of this world without it. And it's one day we're all appointed to leave this world. And, and I don't know what my date is. It may be—it uh, may be tomorrow, or it may be Friday. I don't know. Uh, I, I, if I did know, uh, it would probably trouble me uh, if I knew. So God's got a plan in all this. But when the Apostle Paul was writing to the church and to the people of Philippi, he wanted to understand that—that that, that there's so much. That joy applies to your life. He, he wrote to them that there's joy in suffering. Now, how could that be? How can uh, how, how can the, the Crawford family, or the Walker family, or, or any family that you know of that's dealt with cancer, how can they be joy in that? Amen. I, I just don't understand that, Brother Gene, uh, how they can be joy in it. But you know, they are. The Bible tells us that. There's joy in suffering. Because, you know, we're all going to suffer one day. Amen. Uh, we're not, it's another thing we're not going to get out of this world doing. We're going to suffer. Uh, we're going to be sad in our life. We're going to experience things that's going to turn our world upside down and we're going to be hurting. We're going to lose a loved one or we may lose a spouse, Brother Clarence. I don't know that, but we're going to be suffering one day. But the Apostle Paul writes this, there's joy in it. And if you'll just look deep enough, if you can just look past your own eyes and see out beyond, you can see that joy that's got for us in the time of suffering suffering. Right you know, uh, I went through that stage with my dad a little bit, and, and I, don't, I don't always like to talk about that because I'll be honest with you, it still makes me sad when I think about it, but the sufferings that I went through, uh, them 65 days down at that hospital, let me tell you something, there was some suffering going on down there and, and dad was doing more suffering than I was, uh, but I was torn apart because I wasn't for sure what was going to happen to my dad and I knew if he didn't get better I wouldn't know what I was going to do I had no way to turn, no way to turn to, but I can look at that experience that he's put me through and I can understand because of that suffering, I've got joy out of it. Amen. I've got the people of New Liberty Baptist Church that can encourage me and we can love on each other and we can be thankful for, for all that it's given us because without that suffering Brother Clark, I may not be here. That's right. he went. He went. I don't know the road Brother, Brother Ray I would have went on. If, if, if dad would have been healed and who'd went on I might have went on my way living the life I was living now you, I wasn't evil but I wasn't serving the Lord and that's what this is about he knew it was time that I had to stop he had to stop me and show me that there's a better way of life and he needed to show me what I needed to do to serve him and get closer to me so like the apostle Paul he struck me down too and he showed me he didn't blind me but he showed me what I needed to do Gene I had two roads I could have took I could have took the high road or I could have took the low road Mm -hmm. I could have but because of my suffering I felt joy in it see I know it's hard to understand church and try to try to make sense out of that But it's just like when the Apostle Paul was writing to the church of Philippi. There's joy in our suffering. What a blessing it is to know that. He also told them uh, and wrote to them that, that there's joy in giving. Now, I'm not talking... Your tithes and offerings, or monetary things, uh, uh, if the Lord's blessed you to be able to do that, praise God, uh, because that's that's why He's rewarding us with the things that we got. He's blessing us because we're blessing Him. We're worshiping Him. He knows that we're a true and faithful flock, and in our giving, uh, there's there's joy in giving. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? Well, we help people all the time. We're going to do that tonight. We're going to get joy from that because a we are able to do that because as a church and as a body of believers that's what God would have us to do to go out and help those that's in a lost and dying world and give joy to each and every one of them we can't help everybody and I know that and it's not for us to help everybody but God will show us what we need to do if you'll just look far enough and he'll show you that there's joy in giving he wants us to give ourselves brother Gene He wants us to be devoted in serving him. He's a jealous God. He don't want no other gods before him but besides him. And we as people need to understand that. We should never, never worship anything that's in this world besides our God in heaven. Because he is a jealous God. And he don't like that. He don't like that. But there's joy in giving. And I I, I tell you what, uh, since I rededicated my life and, and got back in church and, and and got on the road to heaven, if you would, uh, uh, I, I've given a lot over the past 20 years. Uh, I've helped people and, and I've ministered to people. Uh, and because of that, I felt that God's blessed me for doing that. Uh, I, could, I didn't have to do that, Brother Clarence. Uh, I remember one day, uh, and, I, and most of you people know this, so I'm going to tell you this situation, if I can. We were here one day in a service and Mike and Delilah was here. And, of course, I sat on the front row, just about right there where Brother Clarence was sitting, but we was facing that way. And they asked me to go out and move Mike's vehicle. And I'll tell you what, church, that was one of the times God spoke to me. He he really did, Sue. Just like he was sitting there. And he spoke to me. He said, you need to fix this because you're able at that time, I was working. Things were good. Kathy and I have always been pretty healthy. He's blessed us with good health. And and, and, we, and and I had a good paying job. But he knew that there was a brother in need right there. And when I got in that old piece of junk and tried to get it started and finally got it moved, uh, uh, he told me, to help these people. Monday, I started on a mission to find him another vehicle. And I called Kathy and I told Kathy about this and, and she said, okay, if that's what you feel like you want to do, we need to do that. So we did. So how it all turned out was this. Kathy and I bought Mike and Delilah a van and there was so much joy when we pulled that thing in the driveway and tears being shed because God had touched somebody's heart to help them. Didn't ask for nothing. It's what God put on her heart. Did it hurt Kathy and I? No, it sure didn't. It blessed them. And they drove that thing for a long time because they were able to put all their speakers and all their equipment that they used, had a place to put it, had a place for the kids to ride without sitting on top of each other in that old car because God knew there was a need right there and he knew I was the one that could help them. So see, church, there's joy in giving. Now, if you're able, he wants you to give. If you're not able, you know, he understands that. He does. But the bottom line is he knows. So he ain't hiding nothing. He knows. There's joy in giving. He also wrote to him, the Apostle Paul did, that there's joy in knowing Christ. Now that's a big one, Brother Clarence. Church, if I can tell you anything here this evening, if you know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and you know that, He went to that cross for the remission of our sins and shed his blood. And because of that blood, it was atonement for our sins. And we know that and we accept that and we believe that on that third day, he arose from the grave victorious over death, hell, and the grave. If you believe that, there's joy in knowing Christ Jesus. Yeah, amen. You better know, amen. There is joy in knowing Christ Jesus. Without Christ Jesus, uh, where would we be today? Look at your life, uh, 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 just this little old church. What would your life be if if you didn't know Christ as as your personal Lord and Savior? If there was no Christ, where would this world be today? Would there be a world? I don't think so. I think we'd already already destroy ourselves in a way that we were living our lives. But because Christ did that and because we know Christ, there's joy in knowing him. That's a big one. I, I'll tell you what's the truth. The, uh, since I've so I, I rededicated my life, I've had no more joy than serving him because that's what he have us to do and have us to be. There's joy when he rewards us as a church. When we're able to see people come up and get saved uh, Or, or come up and and lay on his elders or or or, or his deacons and stuff to pray with somebody. You know, there's joy in that. Uh, That that makes people feel good, brother Clarence, uh, because not because somebody's here suffering, because there's joy in suffering, but knowing that there's somebody here willing to turn it over to Christ to turn your troubles over to the Lord, that you're not carrying that burden. You know, that's what's wrong with us today. We, we carry too much on ourselves. We're afraid to give anything to Christ. And that ain't what He wants us to do. That's why He died for us. He wants us to give them stuff to Him. He don't want His people to carry burdens if there's no need to. But you know how many people today does that and carries burdens that they don't have to? The harmony that it brings God's people, how we can support each other and be unified as one, as His children. There's joy in that. There's joy knowing that if something happens, your brother and sister would be there for you if you need them. You know, if you leave this world without a church family, and I've I've been in a lot of funerals and I've preached a lot of funerals uh, uh, that didn't uh, that they didn't belong to no church or didn't have no church family. It is sad. People, it is sad. Yeah. I preached one funeral. Me and Leonard Goins did. And my dear cousin Dale didn't go to church nowhere. He was saved as a young boy, just like the rest of us, because his mom took him to church. Uh, I don't know how that's going to play out in the end. You know, God only knows that. But that was a sad funeral. There was people suffering there. Uh, Dale was young when he left this world. He was, he, he was just a year older than I was, and that was, I was probably in my late fifties. There wasn't a lot of joy in that suffering that night, except for one thing. Young lady got saved at the casket. Got to pray with her. She was living a life that the world was given to her I guess she didn't want to die and go to hell now is she living a Christian life now I don't know was she truly saved I don't know that either would wasn't for me to discern God makes that discernment not me but the thing was she was willing That's right. willing Brother Clarence and that brought joy that night In a midst of suffering, that brought joy. It is good for God's people to come together in harmony. God really likes to see that. He does. does. There is joy knowing what God can do for each and every one of us. You know, we stop and think uh, uh, what he does for us, and, 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 and it's sort of like, it's a lot of it, it's like prayer requests. When you ask for prayer requests, uh, we go brain dead. And, and when you leave, you're sitting there thinking, I'll oh, down the road it's like, oh, my and say, didn't I asked prayer for it?" I know that's happened, probably happened to me tonight. But there's joy in knowing that God can handle our situation. There's joy in the There's joy in that. And why does that bring us joy? Because we can we can put our troubles on Him, and He'll carry them, Brother Ray. And there's joy in knowing that. There's joy knowing that that there might be an answer to to what's going on in our life if we just put our trust and faith in Him. It's sort of like. Uh, Ray's sister uh, she's decided not to have chemo I pray she knows the Lord uh, I really does because the, it's time for her to start praying uh, Brother Ray because uh, she is uh, relying on God to heal her body uh, and so if she'll just earnestly pray I believe that God will do that uh, and, and there's knowing one that, the, that because she knows that or because whenever you get sick with an illness uh, or something may be going on in your life uh, if you know that God's going to heal you uh, there's joy in that amen if they have, if you have no hope uh, if, uh, no hope in Jesus uh, you're in a bad place uh, let me tell you because uh, if, if you don't have Christ in your life uh, you don't understand the joy that we go through. He wants us to rejoice in all that we do uh, the, the whole book of Philippians is is specifically about that to, to the Church of Philippi he wants his people to be joyful and, and rejoice in all that they do. See, that's what he wants us to do, to rejoice in all that we do. Be thankful for God's blessings. He said, let's go read through this just a minute if we could. Uh, He said, uh, wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, and not as in my presence. See, Paul was in prison then. But not much more in my absence, work out your own salvation in fear or trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both, will and will do of his good pleasure. It's God that will work in us in all that we do. He tells us to do all things without murmurings and, and disputes or, or arguments. Or, or, or He wants us to work things out as God's people. And if you'll just put everything in God's hand, he will. We can work things out. He says that he wants us to be blameless and harmless and the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. That hits home, church. He gives us a platform to stand on. And he, and he tells us among whom we should shine as lights in the world. Do you hear me, church? He wants us to shine as lights in the world what does that mean, Pastor? He wants us to stand up and and, and, and show that the, this whole world, no matter which direction that it goes in, is not going to get us down. There's no need for us to be sad. He wants us to be joyful. Well, why is that, Pastor? We're going to heaven. Do you not understand that? We are going to heaven. There's a lot of people out there that can't say that, Brother Clarence, and I don't know all of them, but I can tell you a few. But we should be joyful, and He wants us to shine as lights in the world, because if we we let our light shine, and people can see it. It may rub off on somebody a little bit, and, it, and we make them see that, that they need Christ in their life. But if we don't let our light shine, how's the world going to see how to get where they need to go? How are they going to see that if we don't let our light shine? That little old song, "This Little Light of Mine." Oh, I'm going to let it shine. Oh, let me tell you something. That's that's got power in that. We we don't think it does when we see our little children sing it, but we need that song more than they do, because it is left up to us that if we let our light shine, our children's going to see it. And if we can pass that down to our children after generation after generation, we'll keep this Jesus thing going. But if we don't let our light shine, oh, this world's going to die. And it's sin, and it's one day it's going to come to an end. God, God's gonna to part to the eastern skies, and He's gonna reach over and tap His son, and He's gonna say, "Go get my bride," and it's gonna be over in a twinkling of an eye. That's right. That's right. But until then, mm-hmm. we need to let our light shine. Yeah, right. We need to let our light shine, yeah. because if we don't, nobody's going to. Right. Let's don't let this generation die in sin, just because. We don't let our light shine. We need to show the world who God is. He says, holding forth the word of, of life that we may rejoice in the day of Christ. One day, right. we're going to rejoice in the day of Christ. We're going to be looking upon his face. And our journey yeah. is going to be over. Yeah. Those that slept and gone before us, the Bible tells us that they'll rise first. The dead world in Christ will rise first. And then he'll take us home. Yeah. We're going to have a glorified body, Gene. So we're not gonna be sick no more. His old body that's sore. Travis's troubles will be over with. Oh, let me tell you something. It'll be over with, and and he knows that. But and he's got things prepared, and he's got things ready. He's signed on the dotted line. He knows that one day he's not going to go through the suffering that he goes through. But Tony, let me tell you this: you and Arlene, you need to let him know that there's joy in suffering. I know he's suffering even every day of his life but if he can just hold on praise be to Jesus there's going to be joy in it for him one day we got to believe that we've got to believe that because that's what keeps us going that's what keeps us going he says that holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain nor labored in vain. Church, let me tell you something. If you serve our Heavenly Father, we're not going to run in vain and we're not going to labor in vain. We're not going to live a vain life. Oh, because let me tell you something. God will bless us if we let a little light shine. If we let a little light shine. You heard me speak earlier that those who faithfully serve him and God knows that and and don't think God don't know if you faithfully serve him or not because you you may hide under a rock but there's no rock big enough that he can't see through and he knows if you're living faithful or not and if you do that I believe God will show you just like he showed brother Donnie down here or brother Wesley or whatever situation it may be in somebody's life being able to catch something ahead of time before it gets out of hand if you'll just watch I believe God will show his people Things that he wants us to see. And we're not going to labor. And we're not going to run in vain. Mm -hmm. Because we're going to be serving him. He says, yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy. And rejoice with you all. Church, I joy. And rejoice with you all. Mm -hmm. One day, this is just going to be a it's a smoke screen. It's all going to be over with. He says, for the same cause also do you joy and rejoice with me. Church, rejoice with each other. There's joy in loving the Lord. There's joy in living a true and faithful life. There's joy in letting your light shine. There's joy in serving and helping others. There's joy in suffering, there's joy in giving, and there's joy in knowing Christ. And that's what he wants us to see as God's people. That is our destiny, as God's people. Does it get hard sometimes? Yes, it does. We all go through sufferings. But if you can just look beyond, you'll see the joy that it brings in your life. What a blessing it is. That's the message tonight, church. I pray that it's... That you enjoyed it and it's made an impact on somebody here this evening, uh, because he wants us to be a happy people. Let's stand if you would, please. I want to thank. I want to thank God for allowing us to be together again. What a blessing it is to know that we're in the house of the Lord. He blessed us with a beautiful day that we all could enjoy. People comes in with smiles, the birds chirping, uh, uh, people are singing. There's a new day coming. Are you ready for it? And I know most of you here are. But if you're not, you need to fix things up with the Lord. If you've not been saved by God's marvelous grace or you don't know that you've been saved or you're not sure, because, see, there's no, no soul salvation. You've got to know that you know that you know. You can't, well, I believe I'm saved. No, there ain't no such thing as believing. Uh, I, I, I believe in, 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 in fairy tales, but that don't mean I'm going to heaven. There is no place in God's word in believing. You better know. You better know. Fix things up with God, because if you don't, you may not be here tomorrow. Well, none of us may not be here tomorrow. This might be it for us. We don't know. But one thing we're promised, he's coming back. Well, yeah, Pastor, I don't believe that. They've been saying it for a long time. There's scripture about that. There's scripture about that in the book of Hebrews where, where there's murmurings, Gene, where they don't believe it. But he tells them, you better get ready. Because if you're not ready, you're hellbound and you're gonna die in a fiery flame. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's the gist of it. But all we gotta do is surrender. That's all we gotta do.